Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode number 61 of the Lift Free and Diet Hard podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Andrew Coates. And I've got a first-time guest here today, Angela Gargano. So I'm really excited to have Angela on. I'll tell you a little bit about Angela's history. Uh, we actually just recently met in person at the Luca Hosfar's Vigor uh, Ground Fitness Business Summit back in September down in Seattle, when I was able to slip down into the U.S. when travel wasn't so tricky. But uh, you've had quite the career. So I'll kind of list through these things. You're a collegiate gymnast. Uh, you have a biochemistry degree. Uh, you've made several appearances on American Ninja Warrior. You are the winner of Miss Fitness America 2016. I, I pulled this stuff off your website. I mean, it's pretty much <laughs> awesome. uh, You've been featured in Women's Health, Oxygen, Shape magazines, and Muscle and Fitness. So hopefully people are seeing there's a pattern of credibility here, which is something I'm big on. Um, and you, you've also done a lot of work. A lot of your branding is around pull-ups. You're big on that. So you founded the Pull-Up Revolution, a Warrior Strong, or a couple of extensions of your brand identity. And uh, you've also made your recovery from uh, ACL tears is, is a big part of your media as well. So it's great to have you on. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. Well, every time I hear that list, I'm like, I did all that. Like what? <laughs> I'm really big on this. I've got a presentation coming up for, it's basically in two weeks for the Kabuki Education Week. And I was actually going to plug it because anyone listening, if you're interested, I'll send you the link to it because my presentation is really going to be on growing brand and media. And one of the big tenets of it is creating a lot of credibility. That's something more than just your social media. So you've done a lot of that, which is why you're kind of a perfect guest for this topic. So considering that you've created a strong brand uh, in the industry, what's been critical, either like philosophy or action, uh, what's been critical to creating your brand? Oh, wow. That's super interesting. I feel like a lot of it with creating the brand has definitely been a lot of messy action. Very messy, <laughs> very messy action. And it's, I feel like some people get caught up and I hear, you know, I talk to, you know, people in the industry all the time and they're always just like, Oh, I just can't do that yet. Like, I don't know. And they just are always like saying they're going to do something they don't. And I just like do it like, and it's not perfect and it's not great, but I just go out and do it. And I just kind of, um, just kind of know that and trust that, I have what, like, I have what it takes. Um, so, and again, the building up the credibility was a big thing with a piece of that, right? Because now I can go maybe pitch things or start things and tell people, no, I do know what I'm talking about. Cause a lot of us, like we, you know, in the industry, we may be like, oh, we're very educated. We do know what we're talking about, but yeah, just like putting yourself out there and also knowing that like a lot of people don't actually know half the stuff that you're going to be talking about. Like we're in our little bubble, like all the time with all our fitness experts and stuff like that. And you don't realize that like half the people that you're trying to, you know, get your stuff out there to don't know half of the stuff, right. They're not in the bubble. They're way outside the bubble. Um, so I think a lot of it is yeah, messy action and just trusting in yourself and trusting your abilities. It's almost anti-imposter syndrome, what you just described, which is, oh, I mean, I definitely have imposter syndrome. I just do it anyway. You know what I mean? Like I, I, my friend had said something to me once. It was like, it was like, do now believe later. Like <laughs> it's, it's an iteration of the classic fake it until you make it. And people will either like say that, and I understand its essence or like kind of corrupt it into other things. Either way, I think what you just described is I, exactly what I think a lot of the industry is that a lot of people feel like they haven't yet earned the right to step out and create something on a bigger stage, whether it's social media or starting to write articles or, or do other media. Maybe it's a podcast, maybe it's YouTube. And I think these are all really important vehicles for coaches to step off just being on the training floor. And I'm in no rush 
to ever stop coaching clients. I love it. Like I do full-time coaching hours and I would love to not retire, but still be doing a certain volume of it. But I think there's a lot of value in both having brand vehicles and potential sources of income, diversified income outside of training on the floor. But also, I want to say this, these things drive, the, like I said, the credibility that helps funnel someone to say your programs, right? Or we were hanging out with Don Saladino, who I had on recently. And Don is the uber example of leveraging a great career and a lot of cool things he's done along the way into a very powerful marketing engine with a very large following, which without question has turned into something that's financially lucrative for him. And there's no dishonor. This is a thing I think trainers get caught up in. They're like, oh, I want to help people. And they feel like it's somehow this bad thing to actually earn a good livelihood. There is no safety net for us. There is no uh, retirement plan for personal trainers. So we damn well better find a way to poke away a bit of money, save a bit more, and ultimately have a plan for the long term. Yeah, I feel like it's really tough because I feel like I still have like, you know, I always talk about money mindset and like, that's been a big thing for me also. Yeah, because sometimes you don't feel like you're like nervous to, to charge what you're worth or when I owned, I also owned a gym that wasn't in the thing too. I owned a gym at one point and you get really close with your clients and then, you know, one person has an issue and they're like, oh, it's fine. Like you don't need to pay. And then the next person, and then you start to think to yourself, are they not paying for their doctors? You know, it's like, it's like, are they not paying for this other stuff? It's like, no, I am worth it. I'm worth just as much. And if they're not willing to pay, then it's, they're not the client for you. And it's not saying that like, oh, like, like, you know, just going there and be like, oh, like, if you're not willing to pay then whatever. It's like, no, like this is, you're right. This is my expertise. This is what my years of training have been and going in there and being like, all right. And if you don't want to, you know, pay for it, then, and you're not gonna, you can't work together, unfortunately. Um, and that's been really hard for me because there's been so many times where I've done at first, when I closed down my gym, I started doing online training. You do a lot of sales calls. I personally hate doing sales calls because sometimes you're on there and you just have an amazing person you're talking to. And you know, at the end of it, when you tell them the price of it, that they're probably not going to be able to afford it. And it sucks. And it's like a sucky feeling. And you're like, this is, this, this is awful. But at the same time, you're like that I, I know, and you know, too, as a coach that I'm not going to half-ass it if I'm in there. Like, and knowing that also the people, it's so interesting, right? The people who don't pay and the people who do pay are way different people, right? The people who don't pay, honestly, they normally don't show up and they're really not putting the work in, right? And the people who do pay, I see such a difference in the fact that they invested in themselves and they, they show up for themselves. So I also remind myself of that as well, just knowing that like, if, if they're willing to put the money into you, like, you know, you're going to put everything into them. Um, and be able to help them in so many aspects of life. We know training is not just working out. It's like mindset stuff. You guys, you're talking about life in there. You're, there's so much stuff that's going into it besides just that, um, that will really be able to change their life around. But yeah, I've definitely had an issue with money mindset. Sometimes I have it like now I made that my rates like very, um, affordable for my subscriptions and stuff like that. And some people are like, oh, I can't afford that. And I'll get kind of like mad at them. And then I'm just like, you know what? The invites here. If you want to come in, these are the only two ways to work with me. That's it. Like the, it's unfortunately, that's just how it has to be. It's so hard to do it, but it's just how it has to be. There's a few things in what you just said. Uh, I think this is an important one. You just described, and I think every trainer realizes this. The people who are the most price conscious are usually the ones who often create the most problems. They're the most stress. So I'll come back to that in a second. The stress factor. We all work long hours, right? 
we all put a lot of ourselves into this. In order to be able to sustain the pace that I keep up with my coaching and all the other things I do, I need to guard my emotional energy. And the people I spend my time with, my clients are the people I spend most of my time with. I have to be a little bit more choosy. You know, I'm 11 years deep into this. So I'm much more aggressive in, all right, if I feel like somebody's energy or attitude or what have you is not going to be a good fit, then I won't take them on. I won't accept their business because I know if I dread that client who's the later part of my day, it's on my mind through all my early sessions. Or if I have a rough early session, I'm still shaking that off. And I want my best energy for everybody else I work with. My client, Larry, who a lot of people see on my media, Larry 71, he's a joy. I get to train him this afternoon. I'm looking forward to that. I do not want to have someone get into the gears of my day who interferes with my good energy. So that way, Larry has a less than ideal experience. So I think that's really huge. Oh yeah, it's definitely major. And again, it's been really hard to, to have that. Cause again, even as I, I shifted in, right. I don't do any one-on-ones anymore. I do all um, subscription-based stuff. So I have a subscription called strong feels good, which is a lower tiered membership. And then we also have the coaching involved with it. And there's been people and it's, it's 59.99 a month for strong feels good, which is literally like, I'm giving it away. Like, so if you're like, that's too much for me again, I don't know your situation. I know what's going on, but I do know that it is worth probably way more than that. Um, but I wanted to have something that was accessible um, to people. So I made that one. I also made my higher tiered ones. So if they want more coaching, it's me and two other coaches. We are in, um, in the app, checking in on them, doing four modifications. That is more pricey. But again, those people, the ones who are in the more price have been, first of all, they've been in the program now for two full years. No one leaves. Like they're literally, that's how you know it's like, it's it's working. It's a good program. Like no one's leaving. They don't want to leave. We take care of them. We make sure we give them everything that we want um, that, that they need. Um, and they also have a level of respect for us as well. And I think that's just super, it's super major. It's super interesting. Cause like if you see the retention rate for the lower tiered membership, it's still decent, but it's definitely not as good as the one where you're actually getting coached and being held accountable. Um, so it's just been really interesting to see. And then for my pull-up program, that's a 30 day thing where we're coaching you. I mean, most of the people who are going to that one are all in, like they're all in and they're, and I'm all in on them. And it's, it's, that's, that's really why. And that's the highest pricing price one that I have on my programs is my pull-up program. And yeah, it's crazy. It's like, I just see such a difference of them showing up and then crushing their pull-ups and crushing their goals and doing things I never thought they could think of. Um, but yeah, it's interesting seeing the different price points and then seeing like the different type of client that you get with that. Um, again, I've created something for a little bit for everybody. Um, and then, like I said, I don't do one-on-ones anymore because that was trading my time for money, which was very, very tough. I'm sure you're doing it right now. Uh, I did it when I was in the gym and for the lifestyle that I want, you have to always picture what you want your life to be like, right? If you do want your life to be in the gym all the time, then yeah, stay in the gym. You know what I mean? For me, I know that I want to travel the world and there's things I want to do. And there's brands that I want to be doing work with and stuff like that. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to create what I want around that instead of doing the opposite. Right. So many people trying, you know, they do maybe not what they really want. They don't really want to do it. And they're just doing it because they think they have to, but it's like, you don't have to do anything. Like you can create your reality. Um, and it's not easy, but you can create whatever, um, whatever you want your life to look like. And this is a big reason why I wanted to have you on here because for any of the coaches who don't yet know who you are, I want people to see what you're doing with your media, what people like Don Saladino are doing with their media. Uh, I, this, <clears throat> this goes to a later question because we're going into all kinds of cool places, but 
there's this perception that people who have very polished social media or who have mainstream appeal are, you know, the influencers with quotations with a snarky little in, insinuation with a voice. And I think there's a lot of coaches who are afraid to go into that space or are told, message, oh, you don't need social media following. Like a good friend of mine, I'll even shout him out, Jonathan Goodman is on that particular thing with a post like right today. And I actually know what he's, where he's coming from because he's serving a certain type of audience. But I like to encourage people to embrace what a social media following can do for you. So how do you navigate being someone who's credible, evidence-based community, again, biochemistry degree, with embracing a more polished, mainstream, appealing brand that gets in front of broader eyes? And again, I use Don Saladino as an example who's very, very similar. Yeah. So I was supposed to see Don like last week, but then, you know, the vid, <laughs> like the whole like world of like went upside down in New York. So we're like, we're just going to like make sure that. Um, yeah. But anyways, love Don. Don's an amazing person. Um, and I really look up to like all the things that he does. Um, yeah. I mean, I think for me, it's just, I constantly just put out things that I know people need to see. And then I stop looking at a number or a metric or anything like that. And I just say to myself, all right, it's probably going to help one person. Right. And just a lot of times, you know, they're asking you a lot of questions and need help. So I'm just constantly putting out stuff that I feel like people need to hear. And it's not what I need to hear. Well, sometimes it is right, but it's what they need to hear. Um, so I'm always asking my audience, like what they need. I'm asking my members, or if I have problems that I'm, I'm coming up with, with my clients, um, in the group and stuff like that, I use that to go to make my social media posts and things like that. I think people get caught up in thinking they have to do social media a certain way. I'm actually pretty, again, I'm messy with it. I'm like kind of organized, but not really. I'm pretty, I'm pretty messy with a lot of the stuff that I do there. Most of my main things, like I keep like my topics, you know, on pull-ups core and mindset, because well, that's just literally what I've decided I wanted my brand to be. So I like push those things. Um, and I try and go on topics that people are having issues with that I could potentially help with. Again, I think what people get really scared about is they get nervous about these metric numbers and stuff like that. Um, I actually just started my YouTube channel like not too long ago. The views are not that high um, right now because it's it's so new, right? But the conversion rate has been insane because I'm just dropping knowledge. That's it. I'm just dropping the knowledge that I have and I'm bringing it out there. And I'm speaking also in a way that the audience can understand. So another thing that I've been seeing that I get really irritated with, right? There's a lot of great coaches out there, great coaches, great knowledge. They speak in a way that is so confusing that no one is going to understand what the hell you're talking about. And they also kind of like speak to put the person down. Like they're almost like putting someone down for like not knowing what they're supposed to be doing. And they do that. People, I've, I've been seeing this a lot and I get super irritated and I always message the people when I see this, I see it a lot and I'm not trying to call out like a page, but the perform better page. I see it all the time on there. Like if there's like a post that happens, if you go in the comments, a lot of times people are just like throwing out big words and like, you know, like, you know, saying mean things to coaches and stuff like that. Well, it shouldn't be like, this is really this. Instead of again, reminding themselves that you are a coach at the end of the day, you're not trying to bring anybody down. You can come in and say, Hey, you know what? I actually think that is incorrect. You should try it in this way because of this, this, and this, and, and speak again in English, a good tone. Um, so I think also reminding that we might have a lot of knowledge, but to the general public, like you don't need to say like all the muscles and stuff like that. Some people might know that, right. They might, whatever, but they're going to like, 
understand more if you, if you kind of like, you know, you dumb it down and you make it a little bit more fun. Like for example, I was just doing the, um, I just posted my pull-up video today for, for YouTube. And I talk about the pull-up as uh started from the bottom. Now we here. that's the, that's the concept of it. That's how I, I teach the pull-up. Like, this is what it looks like. And that adds a little fun to it. It adds a little bit more fun and excitement that they, Oh, I want to watch a little bit more. This makes more sense. Instead of being like, all right, so we're going to talk about this muscle and like, why, whatever. Again, that's all great stuff. Great knowledge, but go back to when you're, especially on social media, who you are speaking to, who are you speaking to? Are they going to understand it? Are you making them feel good? Are you making me feel like, Oh, wow. He understands me or, Oh, wow. You listened to what I said. And uh, last thing before we like get anything else is there's a couple of different types of people on social media that you have to be aware of, right? There's the people on social media who are not liking, commenting, doing anything on your page, but they're looking, they're looking at your page. Okay. And then there's also, right. The people who are engaged and like really into that. So there's different types of people and knowing that like, you might be catering to somebody and not even know it. They may not be messaging you. They might message you a year later. They might be like, I've been watching your stuff for like a year and wow, like it's really helped me. And now, now I do want to buy a program. Now I do want to do something. It might take them a full year, but just know that like you don't see the whole picture on like a social media post. That has happened to me so many times. I, I, everybody listening to the audio, I like smile like a dotty because I'm like, holy shit, Edula gets so many of the same concepts. Like so much of what you're saying, I'm like, this is fundamentally the stuff that I'm thinking too. I can't count the number of times where I, I wrote a lot for Facebook before Instagram kind of was a thing or writing for major publications. So I kind of use Facebook as a blog and that's a community of people that are already connected to me for my life. Right. I, I'm a big believer that everybody needs to establish that base before they worry about scale. And I can't count the number of times that someone who I don't recall ever liking or commenting on a post messages me saying, Hey, I got to talk to you about getting in shape or getting in the gym, or I run into them in person and they're like, oh, I love your stuff. I'm like, You've never commented on my stuff. So you're right. And especially with a lot of these accounts that may follow you that they may look like bots. Don't make that up. There's some obvious ones. They, the Forex traders, I immediately go delete, get rid of you guys. I go up yeah. uh, except for my friend Tyler, who's like, does it professionally. I, I don't think he's listening, but we'll leave him alone. But for the rest of them, yeah, they message me out of the blue sometimes. And all of a sudden I've got all kinds of cool questions. So don't take those few people for granted. And you said this kind of earlier, it's even if you're just creating to help one person, it's going to help your brand, your work, you developing your content simply by taking the experience of, this is something else I talk about and do all the time, conversations with clients, the questions that we're answering for our clients. If you've been coaching for four weeks and you've inspired change in someone, you have knowledge that you can turn around and share on social media. Even if you're scared shitless and don't feel like you have the right to do it, you're already got the ball rolling. And most of the coaches have been doing this for at least a few years. There's a ton. And don't worry about whether or not Angela or Don or Sohi has said it before on their social media, because no one's going back and going, well, actually, Sohi said something very similar in 2017. No one fucking does that. That's not how. No one knows. No one even knows. Again, we're in that. That's the bubble right there. That's the bubble that we were talking about before. That's the bubble of us following all the other social media influencers and no one else, like they may not be <laughs> like, they might have no idea. I mean, there's so many times that I've had friends who be like, Oh, do you know about this trainer? And I'm like, no, like this one. No. And they're like, they're like obsessed with them. They're always looking at their page. They're like involved. Right. And then I say, suck, suck a few people that I know. And they may be like, I don't know who that is. Right. That's just right there showing you that, you know, there's again, there's room for everybody. And like, they may not be following everybody. And 
you know, they probably, you probably see, you know, tell this to people all the time, but it's like, at the end of the day, you can put that knowledge out there in a different way and just say it a little bit different. And that's going to resonate with someone differently, right? I could say the same thing that you say. And for some reason, the way you said it resonated with the same person differently, like literally the same exact thing. And they're like, oh, I need, I need to do like more with this person. And that's, that's the beauty. That's the beauty of, 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 you know, being yourself. I'll use a great example. So when, when we met, I had mentioned um, my friend, Megan Calloway, who I don't believe you were familiar with at the time. No, no idea. <laughs> Are you now? Yeah, I looked, yeah, I looked her up, you know, for the pull-up. So he, he had oh. mentioned to me somebody who also does pull-up stuff. And I'm like, I don't know who that is. Because I've just been doing, again, I've just been doing my own thing. I try not to like look at anybody else's things for it. Megan's creeping up on 100,000 followers. She's got her own very successful pull-up program. I mean, the, the congruencies are very, very uh, apparent. But of course, there's also a diverse array of different things. I, she's the sort of person you could probably throw up on American Ninja Warrior and give her a little bit of a go at it. And she probably would do okay. <clears throat> She's got longer levers than you do. So I think you have a bit of an advantage given the course. Um, but Megan's someone I think is pretty awesome who does good work. And Megan's going to have her audience. You have your audience. You're serving. There are differences in what you do. She does a lot of pull-up stuff. She does a lot of core stuff. She's also big on landmine stuff. But she's a great educator. And let's be honest. I get frustrated sometimes because when I start talking about like this presentation I'm putting together, I'm using examples from our industry. The overwhelming majority of it's dudes. It's guys. Oh, so, yes. Especially for pull-ups. That's exactly why I went in. I was like, there is nothing for females. They feel so intimidated. They feel uncomfortable. I was like, and then I come in and I did like a workshop for pull-ups of the day, just primarily for women. And I walk right in there and I was like, how many times have a, has a woman, have we been told that we're not strong enough to do these things? And it starts as far, I was talking to David Ote the other day. I don't know if you know him, but I love him. He's my favorite. <laughs> I love him so much. Um, so I was talking to him the other day about it and he brought up a great point. Like from at the time we are, you know, young as women, we were told when we were in the presidential and national, you know, fitness tests in school that the girls are doing the hangs and the guys are doing the pull-ups. And it's like, you're already told right there. So walking into a program and being like, Hey, I'm a female. I get it. I've been there too. Like, let's break it down and get it. Like, let's, let's, let's change, let's change the way we're thinking about this. Um, and it's different from when a, a male walks in, right. And they're they're it's easier for them to get the pull-ups, you know, uh, it, their lats just develop so much quicker. <laughs> um, when, when men do my program, cause men can do my program, they always get more pull-ups or they get it faster. It's just the way your the body is built, but going in and being like, let's approach it a little bit differently for a female so they can come in and feel good about it. And then they can come out of it, you know, feeling stronger. So I definitely think that having a female come in and do it is a game changer. And that's I, my, my main focus for like my niche is pull-ups for women. Do I get guys in there? Yeah, sure. But who am I really speaking to all the time? The females. I'm speaking to them. I know, I know how you feel. I know what's happening. And I know that you can, you know, conquer this, uh, this feat. But yeah, I think that's really for sure very interesting. So you mentioned David Ote, and here I'm smiling again. So David's a friend through the grad either. I know a lot of the PPSC team. And I love their, I, I haven't done their actual certification yet, but when I saw the piece of it at Lucas, I was like, this is great. And I told him that I was like, this is in English. <laughs> this is speaking to the people the way it's supposed to be. I loved it. It was great. great. So Clifton is a very good friend of mine. So I don't, you wouldn't have noticed this, but me and Clifton before he had to leave, cause he had a piece out early. We're just like hiding out in the back and, and hanging out for a little while. And uh, Clifton's had me promoting the PPSC. So I, good brand. I know John uh, Russin, who, who's founded. And then some of the coaches within Kevin Mullins, Logan Dubay are good friends. And my Logan was on the podcast a while back. So you just have a massive array of really cool people under that umbrella. Clifton's a lot of fun. 
but David, great guy. And like I said, we were just chatting recently about something. Um, dude's a really, really good dude. He's trying to help me out with a little something I won't reveal. If it, if this plays out, I'm a very happy person, something he wants to try to help me out with. So we'll leave it at that. I, we've been dancing all around like these connections, in the industry. Um, Don is very good friends with Jordan Shallow, the muscle doc. So, you know, Jordan, right? You know who he is. Yeah, I know who he is. I think I've actually seen him speak before. Yeah. Yeah. I was hanging out with him just two weeks ago. He had me, he invited me to come and, you know, be a part of this presentation, this course thing that he was doing here locally here in Edmonton. And Jordan's a great guy and Jordan and Don are really good friends. So it goes back into, I'm kind of circling back to stuff and the use of language in the industry. One place that I'm seeing a big rise of, of brand media information is kind of around the biomechanics realm. And I've noticed that, well, there's three big courses, I think. Uh, Coach Kassam is has N1 and uh, Jordan, uh, Jordan Shallow, Muscle Doc has Prescript, his team. And then there's Matt Domney and Kyle Dobbs and they have their, uh, their one as well. And I find they're all pretty darn good at speaking the language of the person that they ultimately want to help. Like certainly coaches, but even they're taking complex biomechanical stuff. Jordan Shallow is unbelievable at telling story, using analogy. His presentations really, really are accessible. You, you could have general population people in there be like, okay, cool, this makes sense, right? As opposed to high-level coaches. But I've noticed there's a tier that are tribal about this stuff that next level down, they tend to be very, they use elaborate language. And I find there's a lot of policing of right versus wrong amongst that tier and community. And I find that stuff really off-putting. So if anybody listening is noticing that, I hope what Angela has been saying here resonates with you. A, I mean, again, I'm not interested in going on the internet and fighting with these people and arguing and saying blah, 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 this. For sure. But, yeah. But be aware of it. You'll notice this trend. And I think I'm hoping a lot of the coaches who are getting swept up in this start to realize that it's actually not helping them help reach the person who is struggling the person who on January the whole point is the people right yeah and it's like again it's the approach they take I think so it's like I don't know if you were someone on here right now and you've seen it before okay if you're on here right now and you're like oh I've kind of done that before we're not trying to like call you out we're just trying to like you said make you like aware that yeah it's not helping there's a better way to approach at the end of the day we are all coaches and what that means is that if we're coaching our client or we're trying to help somebody in the industry become better like the whole point is we want to make this whole system of trainers we want to make everybody better because we want to we want people i don't again for me like i'm excited for people to get their pull up i want to help them right but if you don't get it with me and you get it with someone else i don't care i just want you to do it (laughs) i just want you to get it so we should all be in it supporting one another and that's, you know, telling somebody that like, Hey, you know what, was a better approach for you to, to do this? Or, Hey, I've actually read up on an article and it said that this may be incorrect. Like maybe we can chat a little bit about more like, and it just, yeah, the way that you, you, the way that you say it to the, to the people is very, very important. And that's not just your clients. That is your, your people around you that you're doing stuff with. Cause that stuff matters. And at the end of the day, like I say this all the time, don't be an asshole, like really with everything that you're doing, like if you want to know how I was able to get on the cover of what, like women's health of oxygen and stuff like that, it was because I was not an asshole, right? I came in there always willing to learn, always willing to absorb, always willing to help. Those things are very, very important in your industry. Cause again, that is what you are at the end of the day. You are a coach, right? We are coaches. Um, yes. I've again, been doing a ton of other things with like modeling and stuff like that. Great. But like at the end of the day, like I'm a coach and the, the whole point of doing all this is to help others. We, especially right now, are in this, you know, pandemic, right? And a big piece of it is let's get people healthy. 
So we really all need to come together. And uh, yeah, I think again, the wording and stuff like that coming at each other, that doesn't do anything right. Having a discussion for sure. Have the discussion. Let's have the discussions and make each other better. That's the whole point of this, right. That is to make each other better. And I can't help but feel, and I wrote this recently, that there will be people who are more interested in being right than they are actually being helpful. Oh and yeah. If you, and again, we've all been there. If you catch yourself kind of seeing things on social media and, oh, I want to police that. I want to blah, blah, blah. Uh, and every once in a while, I'll see something that I think, okay, that's not helpful, but I can, I can talk about this, but in a, in a, I think more positive way. A good example recently that ties into this conversation I saw a post where a guy with a, a moderate following was complaining about, he was, he threw a little tantrum about the, the phrase lean muscle. It's like, it's not a thing. Okay. It's like tone. It's not a thing. Like, well, okay, fine. That may be very biomechanically, technically, anatomically correct. What's the fucking point? Uh, the end user who are trying to help uses that language. And I've, I've said this so many times, so I apologize if people have heard it before, but we've all had that client who's come in front of us like, oh, well, I don't want to get too muscular, especially women. And I don't want to get bulky. Okay, cool. Uh, I just want to tone. Okay. How many coaches do we know are like, well, actually tone is not a thing. It's blah, blah, blah. Like, you build muscle and you lose fat. Okay. Now that person's not cool. Not happy now. That it's just person- something someone understands. They understand tone, like what tone is. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, getting into the argument about all this stuff like that, it can be like really just again, to each their own, everyone is, everyone's their own person, right? There's someone for everybody, all this stuff like that. But yeah, I think as together in industry to work together as a team, no matter what we're doing is so important, right? It's like, I have no coaches that will literally send people to me for pull-ups. Like they could coach them the pull-ups, right? But they're like, you know what? I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm going to send them to Angela. Some people come to me, they're like, I want to weight lift and heavy lift. And I'm like, I don't know how to do that. And I'm not doing it. So I'm going to send you to somebody I know who does. And he was an expert in the fact, you know, one of my plans. And again, I'm so buried in stuff that I haven't reached out yet, but I'll say it here. I actually want to do something about pull-ups for T nation and have you code author it with me, which pulls you onto that platform. Just another one, because recently I did a, a complete squat guide. That was me. That's bread and butter stuff. And I've got a complete deadlift uh, piece in the works. And Tony Gentlecourt is money at that. So He'll fill in some gaps or I'm like, hmm, I'd really like to see what Tony has to say. And then I'm going to do a bench press one with another friend who's really smart at that stuff. And then, well, shit, why, why not take a, a look at pull-ups? And I mean, there's, <clears throat> when we're writing this sort of stuff, there's fresh takes and, and new innovative ideas, but there's a limit to just how innovative we can really get. But there's also a market for, let's just absolutely smash the basics and give people something that can help them. So you and I will circle around to that sometime. Yeah. Especially again, since like, that's like, you know, when someone's so in it, like, you know, you may be, it's, it's that saying even with, that's why it's like so important to kind of like niche down with like some of the stuff that you're doing. Right. Cause it's like, you, you don't really want to go. That's why you go to like special doctors, for example. Right. Like you don't want to go to somebody, you don't want to go to a heart surgeon. Who's like, I'm especially in this, 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 like 20 million things. You're like, no, I'm going to go to that one person who crushes like heart surgery. I'm just saying heart surgery. This is like the easiest way to say it, but like, that's like what people are like are seeing and you're really putting your focus on that one thing. Cause if you're trying to pull and do everything, yeah, you can, again, I know I have knowledge of how to do a squat, how to do a deadlift and stuff like that, but I don't have put my whole life, you know, thing into let's squat heavy. Like some of my other uh, trainer friends do, right. They, they're really obsessed with it and they do stuff like that. So 
really becoming really good at your craft. It's really great to become, especially in the industry right now, if you really want to stand out, because I know people are always saying that the industry is saturated. And again, we're in our bubble. So you think it's saturated. I get it. To get yourself to stand out, have that thing. What's that thing? Like, doesn't, I mean, it doesn't have to be like a pull-up or a skill, whatever. What's that thing about you that is going to stand out that is going to be a little bit different? You know what I mean? And that's why we're all so amazing. Everyone's just a little bit different with what they're doing. Maybe you're just, maybe you're just have a lot of humor, right? Maybe your humor is so great and you have humor with fitness and that's why people want it. You know, then people will come to you for that. Right. And maybe it's pull-ups, maybe it's, maybe it's deadlifting, right? Just like trying to find that one thing that the market's not saturated, but you definitely want to stand out, right? If you're just doing the same thing that the entire world is doing all the time, that's maybe it can be harder, right? For you to for you to fully stand out. But if you want to stand out, I would say definitely like niche down and, um, find something that makes you stand out because you are unique and you are special. Every single person, like they are. Well, you radiate positive energy and abundance mindset. So I'll point blank, put this one out there. Has being so supportive of other people ever held you back in your career, given the fact that you've been on multiple covers of magazines and you have a very big social media following and all this sort of stuff and all these programs. And you're shaking your head. Never. No, yeah, never. Exactly. It's never hurt me like once to be supportive of another friend or another person in the same exact industry doing similar things. I've never had that happen. If anything, it's only ever built us all up, um, which has been, which is again, there's room for everybody. They may, someone may not again, like the way I say things compared to some, one of my other friends that they see on my social media, then they're going to go to them. Again, the idea is that the winning here, the win here is that the person gets taken care of. Um, yes, money is great. Also like whatever, it will all come, right? It's just like, but it's like, you need to make sure that, that at the end of the day, it's like, we just want the world to be better, right? We just want people to, to move, to move, enjoy movement, get themselves out of bed, you know, and this, the whole pandemic, <laughs> You know, people just need to move more, right? <laughs> so there's a big piece of this, a big piece of everything going on right now is the fact that people are not moving and taking care of themselves because life right now is hard. We always, everyone always thinks that you have to hustle, 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 work, 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 work. And yes, it's a big piece of life. We have to make money and do that and support your family and stuff like that. But if you don't take care of yourself. You will never be able to do any of that stuff. And I think that it's always been put on the side. It's like, Hustling has been, been put as a, like, you know, on a pedestal, like, yes, hustling, whatever. But it's, it's not, it's not, it's not great, <laughs> actually. It's, it's a fine line, right? And mm-hmm. I tend to be one of these workaholic types. I do a lot, uh, you know, like we met at Lucas. Luca himself is kind of well-known as media as being just nonstop hustle and grind. And I think that can resonate with the right kind of person. It can motivate them, but shit, that's not for everybody. Um, and I want to come back around to the different programs, like you, the different tiers of things you did, because it actually speaks to several things. We're talking about price and rate and whatever. The work you've put into creating a brand and reaching a larger audience has allowed you to create something that has multiple tiers, one of which is an accessible, very accessible price point that can help the person who can't afford to train with you one-on-one or the higher level yes. coaches. And you're still mm-hmm. providing a lot of information, but there's a tier below that. Mm-hmm. You have... A YouTube three. channel. What's that? There's three tiers. Yeah. It's three, basically, three. you know, middle, well, like beginning, middle, and <laughs> there's actually four. And the fourth tier below that is the free tier. Yes, that's true. I do have a lot of freemiums. <laughs> 75,000 Instagram followers who are getting your daily posts. Um, you have the YouTube that you're growing now. 
anybody who ever reads an article or anything that you've written in a magazine, you how much most of your media, like most of our media, is still in some sort of free form. So yeah. if someone's really going to plug in, be a really big fan of what you're doing, they're going to have a mountain of stuff that's going to help them. That may turn around and graduate them to the $59 tier monthly. Or, and I'm guessing that some of the people in that also then graduate into the, the more uh, advanced and applied coaching thing as well. And all the work you've done is just put you in a position to scale a program like that. Don does stuff like that. And there's a lot of other people in the industry who have leveraged their brand and fee following growth in order to be able to help more people at lower price points while offering, I hate the phrase high ticket coaching, but you know, yeah. you know, a more expensive option, but that's really high value. That's concierge that really goes in depth to take care of the people who can afford and self-select to it. And there's nothing dishonorable about having, you know, making a good living while coaching people who have the resources and really want the help. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it was really important to make those tiers. I mean, that took me such a long time to, to do. Um, so like, that's also really important to know, like it took me a while to build it all out. And this year, personally, for me, like my goals, um, well, first of all, I have a word every year. My word this year is alignment. I'm just getting really aligned with things. All my products are done. They're made. It, the programs are there. Like the past couple of years have been like creating, figuring out, messing around, figuring out whatever. And now I'm just like, you know what? Now I'm in pull-ups, strong feels good. And that's it. Like, that's all, that's your options. That's it. It took a while to refine those and figure out what those are. And you might have to do the same too, if you're trying to figure out, you know, what you want, but um, going in and trusting, like, you know what, I have these programs, I know they work and I have something for everybody with them again, with the, with the tears and stuff like that. And just going in and just sticking to my guns, which is that with those, with those couple of things and that's it. But yeah, it took a while to build those up and then building a freemium. If you're building a freemium, just again, you know, putting out great stuff, like put out great content because they can Google anything. You can literally Google anything that you want, right? Again, you might say it a little bit differently or something like that. And it might take a while for people to actually buy from you, but if you keep dropping knowledge and keep putting stuff out there that is going to resonate with somebody, eventually they're probably going to buy something. Um, and even when I create my free premium courses, like I have a seven day core program um, that I put out there, like it's, I made it so good. Like I made it amazing because I want them to see that like, wow, they got this for free from me. Imagine what happens when I just pay $59.99 a month. Like you get so much more. So um, yeah, so I really make sure that, um, I take care of my, my crew and again, putting that free stuff. I don't think that you can, people always say you're putting too much out there. You're doing too, too much free content. No, you're not. Cause they're not going to, they're actually not really paying for that. They're paying for you and they're paying for the time with you. So like, it's really has to do with like, when you do strong feels good, like you come in class every Sunday, I have a class every Sunday via zoom. You don't get that when you have the free content I'm checking in on you literally. How's it going? What's happening? You don't get that right for the, for the free stuff. So they're really just paying for you because they can get the knowledge from anywhere. And they, they are paying for the free stuff in one way. They're paying with their time because you said yes. you can, you, people can Google almost anything and it does tie back. So you took something I was going to say, you're again, you've been way ahead of me on so many of these talking points. They are plugged into you. They like you as a brand. They, they want to reach out to you. I get people who share with me. Uh, one of my followers today, he shared with me that his weight loss journey. And this has happened a couple of times in the last few days. And they're really proud to show this to you. You're like, fuck, this is amazing. Uh, and these are just followers who are saying, Hey, I couldn't have done this without you. I'm just like, Holy shit. Like you're just diving into my free stuff. So 
Um, but these, these people, they want to feel connected to you, which is one of the reasons why I respond to any message that go, go in my DMs. And they, I mean, it sounds weird, but you develop fans if you get a lot of this media out there. You have fans. And I know that sounds really fucking weird. <laughs> I don't it's like It's really weird. I mean, I had someone the other day who messaged me, like, can you sign the copy of your magazine and send it to me? And I was like, me? <laughs> you know, you're like, really? <laughs> It's so interesting. Yeah, you know, you do, you definitely do develop fans and people who uh, resonate with a lot of some of the things that you're saying that you're able to to help them in certain ways. So yeah, it's like social media could be a really like, you know, scary, bad thing for people, but it could also be used in such a great way. So it's like, you got to look at it as that. I feel like some people would just get like, really like, oh, it's just so bad. Like, yeah, it's bad that we're scrolling. It totally is, but you're able to reach more people and you might be able to help somebody who's scrolling and like, see something and it's like, oh, wait, because of that person I saw, especially with my ACL or right, when that whole thing happened, every time that people saw me just working out with my leg brace on, they would message me, you know what? Thank you. You know, I just got a car accident and I hurt my arm and like, I'm still working on my legs because of you, you know, great. That's, that's a win right there. Um, so, but yeah, constantly putting out your stuff, your free stuff out there, knowing that you can't put too much out there, knowing that even if they do just, just get the free stuff and they're not actually going to buy anything, maybe they get something out of it. Like that's again, the end of the day, you have to shift your perspective on what this is all about. How many of those people who are using your free stuff end up sharing it with sharing you with someone in their world that me. Oh, so many. Yeah. Someone will be like, Oh, I got your free thing. Oh, that was so good. Oh, I love it. Someone must have They're like, I loved this core program. They just had a core program or they did like my free trials. They did a seven day free trial. Strong feels good. And I don't make them put a credit card down. I'm like, you know what? No obligation. Go in, try it out. See if you like it. They're like, I love this. I can't afford it right now, but I just want to let you know how much I love it. I'm like, that's a win. They didn't buy it yet, but they maybe eventually will come back when, when they're ready. And they're like, they're ready to invest and they have, and they have that extra money um, around, um, then they'll be actually come in. And some people too, the, the reason I also created these different tiers too, is because I talked to a few people. Some people are just really just need a program and something to follow and that they know is smart. Like, cause I, I really am smart about how I progress everything and they can do it on their own. And they, you know, having the Facebook group is like not a big deal. Right. Some people are like, I need someone to ask me if I showed up because I didn't, you know what I mean? Like you need that uh, almost like the appointment, just like this podcast, right? It's like, it was in my Google calendar. You show up, right? Just, it just happens. That's just how it works. Right. Um, so sometimes you need something like that. So yeah, it's very interesting and different types of people, um, in, in this, in this world and in, in the industry and stuff. I've got online clients who fit both of their, I mean, I'm thinking of clients like, I don't, I don't know if they listen, but Shelly or Jin, I know that they just love that. If I go in message and check in on them and like, Hey, how are you guys doing? Right. And they're like, they're just, they're great clients to work with, but they value that sort of thing. It means uh, a lot when you check in, like it really does. Like just, just the, Hey, how's it going? Oh, Hey, I see you did. I see you hit three workouts this week. I'm proud of you. Like, yeah. And I, I can't stress this enough because I have another question for you in a second, but if you are doing online coaching with people, I, I don't like this messaging every once in a while, one of these circulates where it's like, it's not my job as a coach to blah, 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 or do this, do this. It's your job to do all this stuff. And yeah, I get it. Like the client has to take ownership of the process. But that kind of messaging, just I find that's really off-putting because it sounds like you think that coaching is just giving the program and the updates. No, that's programming. Coaching is actually getting in the weeds with a person who's struggling with their adherence and whatever their decision-making with their nutrition and their mindset with this stuff. You mentioned mindset earlier. And helping work with that person through a two-way conversation through the obstacles and the challenges that they're facing. That's coaching. Coaching is not, here's your meal plan. Here's your workout. Go follow it. Don't bother me uh, until you've done your workouts. 
Yeah. It's like, it's like asking them why, like, why didn't you show up today? Like not, I'm not going to scold you, but where, where are you? What's happening? Okay, cool. Let's go, let's go back to your schedule again. Let's figure this out. Like, why is it that every Tuesday you can't show up? Like what's happening? Oh, work's getting in the way. No worries. Let's make that your rest day. Okay, cool. Let's go on the next thing. You know, I mean, you know what? Maybe this week we try three days. Five is a lot. It's, it's overwhelming. No big deal. Let's try that instead. And you just keep going and you just show that you have the support of them. Even if it, even like I have a, I have a Corona client member right now. Crew member who she just like, you know, I see, I use true coach and in, in the back end, this is like all red. I'm like, where is she? What is happening? And she messaged me the other day. She's like, it's, it's really helpful that you keep messaging me though. And I was like, all right. I'm like, what do we have to do though? I'm like, let's just try three days this week. I'm like, give me your specific time and put it in your Google calendar right now. Like, let's do it right this second. Like no, no stopping. Um, but yeah, she, you know, she's still not there yet, but it might just take a little bit longer, but yeah, it's, you're the coach and you're supposed to be the problem solver on helping them. Um, and they always have to remind that and also taking their feedback, right. Cause I take in feedbacks from so many of my clients, uh, at the beginning of making all this stuff, I made all these videos of like the movements for stuff for true coach. Cause I wanted it to be me. And then someone was like, it would be really helpful if you had voiceovers and all the movements. And I just think to myself, oh my God, that's going to be such a thing. <laughs> and you know what I did? I went in and I started, I started redoing the videos. I redid them and I put voiceovers on them. And, you know, they went back and they're like, that was very helpful. Or they came to me and they were like, Hey, it'd be really helpful if you did the, a full warm up and cool down to start us off for the workouts. Cause a lot of them, again, it's true coach. They're just doing it on their own time. I was like, all right, cool. So I'm, I made two videos. You know what I mean? You listen to what they need, right? Cause that, that start right now that they have these videos of me warming up, it's like literally took me five minutes to make it. Right. And now they're like showing up the workout more. Cause they're like, Oh, I have, I'm doing, she's doing the work with me. Now I'm like motivated to get into my workout. Um, so yeah, really listening to what they need instead of being like, Oh, like what the hell take a second, listen to them. Maybe there's something in there that you can change. It might be a pain in the ass, right? It might be a total pain in the ass, but as strong feels good has come along pulp revolution and been tweaking things to, to make them better and, um, to make them, um, to, to make them exactly what the people need in order to show up. Um, cause yeah, cause for me, if, if someone just gives me a, a thing to follow, I just do it. Like that's easy for me, but for someone else, that may not be like that at all. Where does everybody find you and your programs online? Yeah. So, um, so Angela uh, at Angela underscore Gargano, um, Instagram, just like, you know, he said, I I'll message you back. So message me if you have any questions at all, like on business or maybe it's on, maybe you have one of the programs you're like, Oh, I want to do that. Just, just message me about it. Um, and also I'm very excited because today we actually just launched pulluprevolution.com. So it's really exciting about that is we've been working a lot with SEO to move everything up in, in Google. So pull up revolutions in the name. So you can go in there and everything I do for pull-ups is right on one page. It's literally like, okay, cool. You want a blog. Okay, cool. You have a free program. Everything's on there. So it's just your, just your one-stop shop for like everything that you need, um, which is in there. Um, so that's exciting. And then the, you'll see all the YouTube stuff on there. Again, I've been launching a YouTube every Thursday, um, which we're like way ahead. We've got so many, so many juicy, good things for you on there. Um, but I'm, yeah, thank you so much for having me on here today. Hey, this is wonderful. I'm glad for the opportunity to, because again, I, I use these, sometimes it's to connect with old friends and catch up. And sometimes it's to cement and get to know someone who I have some exposure to, who I may have met or just kind of know through social media either. So this is great. Your energy is amazing. I really hope everybody just, just has been soaking this up and go, I need to plug into more of what Angela's doing with her media. Please go follow her. Everybody that I pull on the podcast is someone that I think is really worth following and then you can, you know, dive in to various different things that you're doing. And if someone listening just decides, okay, this is really great. Well, cool. They can take it from there, but 
it's been wonderful to have you on. I really appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you so much. And if you need anything at all, just feel free to message me. Happy the cat behaved herself for right now. Angela's uh, house sitting a kitten in the background, and this kitten has been sitting in the frame the entire time, very quietly and very cute. My cat Ozzy has not made an appearance. So um, this cat was not this quiet and cute all last night, just like rah everywhere. I'm like, I'm gonna. <laughs> My voice must be very soothing for the poor kitty, right? Hey, kitty. <laughs> As soon as I turn this off, she's going to run everywhere. This <laughs> everything over. Ozzy knows something's going on, so he's not too worried. Um, anyone listening, again, thank you for taking the time to continue to patronize my podcast. I am grateful to have you guys all here. Uh, I throw this out sometimes. If you have still not sent me a message or interacted on social media, please just say hi. I want to know you're there. I love that. And if you're one of these people who's been listening for a long time, but you know hasn't given a review or hasn't shared it with someone else in your world who you think would be really, it would be really valuable for. This is a really great way to actually help support me doing this and to make it really worthwhile for me to keep doing it. Cause I love this. I sometimes struggle with scheduling. I know I've not been as on the week as I used to be and should be, but uh, this year has been a really blessed year with a lot of really cool stuff, but I'm committed to keeping going. So go follow Angela. Angela, thank you so much. I really appreciate having you here. Awesome. All right. I'll have a great new year.